Hey, this is Dan from the Braille House with Transformation Radio.
your disappointments and sorrows But I'm gonna try to give a little hope to you Hey guys, this is Dale. Phasing up from phase one to phase two. Um, just want to tell you that God's real and he's alive and the farm is an amazing place. Just take in everything that you hear, see, the wisdom, the knowledge, um, the encouragement of others. Um, I want to give a shout out to uh, Brother Michael and Brother Vincent, Brother Jim. God is working through them and uh, they're all three amazing coordinators. Um, brother Eric, hold down the kitchen. Do an amazing job, brother. Keep that food going. And now we turn our attention to the reading of the New Testament. And today our scripture narrative will be from Luke chapter 16, verses 1 through 18. Here's a a brief overview and commentary on some of what we'll be reading about today. Our use of money is a good test of the Lordship of Christ. Number one, money belongs to God, not us. So let's use our resources wisely. Number two, money can be used for good or evil. So let's use ours for good. And number three, money has a lot of power. So let's use it carefully and thoughtfully. We must use our material goods in a way that will foster faith and obedience. Now we're to make wise use of the financial opportunities we have, not to earn heaven, but to help people find Christ. If we use our money to help those in need or to help others find Christ, our earthly investment will bring eternal benefit. When we obey God's will, the unselfish use of possessions will follow. Now, as we read on here today, we'll see that our integrity is often put on the line in money matters. God calls us to be honest, even in small details we could easily ignore. Heaven's riches are far more valuable than earthly wealth. But if we're not trustworthy with our money here, no matter how much or little we have, will be unfit to handle the vast riches of God's kingdom. See that you maintain your integrity in all matters, whether big or small. Now, because the Pharisees loved money, they took exception to Jesus' teaching. Now, we live in an age that measures people's worth by how much money they make. Do you scoff at Jesus' warnings against serving money? Do you try to explain them away? Do you apply them to somebody else? See, unless we take Jesus' statements seriously, we may be acting just like the Pharisees ourselves. Now, the Pharisees acted piously, but they did it to get praise from others. But God knew what was in their hearts. They considered their wealth to be a sign of God's approval. God detested their wealth because it caused them to abandon true spirituality. Though prosperity may earn people's praise, It must never substitute for devotion and service to God. And now let's begin our reading today, here in the New Testament. April 13th, the New Testament. Luke chapter 16, verses 1 through 18. Jesus told this story to his disciples. There was a certain rich man who had a manager handling his affairs. One day a report came that the manager was wasting his employer's money. So the employer called him in and said, What's this I hear about you? Get your report in order, because you are going to be fired. The manager thought to himself, Now what? My boss has fired me. I don't have the strength to dig ditches, and I'm too proud to beg. Ah, I know how to ensure that I'll have plenty of friends 
will give me a home when I am fired. So he invited each person who owed money to his employer to come and discuss the situation. He asked the first one, How much do you owe him? The man replied, I owe him 800 gallons of olive oil. So the manager told him, Take the bill and quickly change it to 400 gallons. And how much do you owe my employer? He asked the next man. I owe him 1,000 bushels of wheat, was the reply. Here, the manager said, take the bill and change it to 800 bushels. The rich man had to admire the dishonest rascal for being so shrewd. And it is true that the children of this world are more shrewd in dealing with the world around them than are the children of the light. Here's the lesson. Use your worldly resources to benefit others and make friends. Then, when your earthly possessions are gone, they will welcome you to an eternal home. If you are faithful in little things, you will be faithful in large ones. But if you are dishonest in little things, you won't be honest with greater responsibilities. And if you are untrustworthy about worldly wealth, who will trust you with the true riches of heaven? And if you are not faithful with other people's things, why should you be trusted with things of your own? No one can serve two masters, for you will hate one and love the other. You will be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve both God and money. The Pharisees, who dearly loved their money, heard all this and scoffed at him. Then he said to them, You like to appear righteous in public, but God knows your hearts. What this world honors is detestable in the sight of God. Until John the Baptist, the law of Moses and the messages of the prophets were your guides. But now the good news of the kingdom of God is preached, and everyone is eager to get in. But that doesn't mean that the law has lost its force. It is easier for heaven and earth to disappear than for the smallest point of God's law to be overturned. For example, a man who divorces his wife and marries someone else commits adultery, and anyone who marries a woman divorced from her husband commits adultery. Hey, true to life, to a life. Jesus Christ was crucified for you and I. So you decide, huh? Where your home is at now? It's only Christ who remains faithful. Yeah, yeah. I always had a ride or die click. A bunch of homies I would roll up and get high with. Shotguns, even gambled on the side with. Thought it was fun, that's how the enemy disguises it. So dumb, like I'm never gonna get tired of it. Look what I become, such a fool to feel so proud of it. Man, I was headed down a dead end street. Was sad to say that it's a place where all my best friends meet. Putting my time and energy into people and things of this world, though, that only brought me evil. And I don't care about your pounds or your kilos. What's so good to gain the world but never have a free soul? 
huh? And is you really my amigo? If you encourage me to sin, then your friendship is deceitful. See, I would rather walk alone and go to heaven than to dwell amongst the multitude of those spreading deception. God doesn't care if you're a self-made millionaire. Your heart's as dirty as your underwear and silverware. Last thing you ever need to do is twist scripture. You got all the flat screens and still can't see the big picture. Look at your inner circle. You sit in the center circle. You a Decepticon. You lie and you'll select the song. Mr. Rockstar, party till your breath is gone. Wasted all your money. Ain't it funny? Your respect is gone. You could be dead here still living life. You could be filled with the joy if you like. God gave you a choice. You can choose what is right. Take my advice. Just surrender to Christ. And you could be dead here still living life. Or you could be filled with the joy if you like. God gave you a choice. You can choose what is right. Take my advice. Just surrender to Christ. Wonder why they mad at you. Well, maybe it's your attitude. Yeah, the Lord, the Lord, He keep, He keep on calling you. And yeah, you do everything I ask of you. I'm grateful for what I have in you. And the Lord, He keep, He keep, He keep on calling me. I give you all of me. You get all of me, Lord. I gave everything in the streets, all of me. What did it do? It left me dead, left me deserted. I would have been shot up, murdered, and all that if it wasn't for your grace and for the mercy that you gave me. I love you, Lord. I'm trying to tell you, homie. Drop down your pistols, man, and pick up your cross. And I'm telling you for a reason. You need to follow Christ no matter the cost. Tell me right now, man, what you gonna die for, man? Your game color? What? That female, fame, fortune, power, and position? That falsehood and ambition? Head on collision, you're making the wrong decision. You need to listen to heavenly wisdom, homie. This is the reason Jesus loves you. He, he proved he loved you when he died on the cross. When he received your sin, he was sinless. I'm trying to tell you with everything I got, man. You need to submit and surrender. Remember, hey. You could be dead here still living life. You could be filled with the joy if you like. God gave you a choice, you can choose what is right. Take my advice, just surrender to Christ. And you could be dead here still living life. Or you could be filled with the joy if you like. God gave you a choice, you can choose what is right. Take my advice, just surrender to Christ. Wonder why they mad at you Well maybe it's your attitude Yeah the Lord, the Lord He keep, He keep on calling you And you do everything I ask of you I'm grateful for what I have in you And the Lord He keep, He keep, He keep on calling me Verses 1 through 8. Here's a little overview commentary on what we're going to be reading here in the Psalms today. Now, God judges human judges. The integrity of the justice system in a nation provides a clear indication of the health of that society. Now, as is the case with all leadership, judges derive their authority ultimately from God and will give an account to God for their verdicts. Believers are commanded to pray for kings and all who are in authority so we can live peaceful and quiet lives, marked by godliness and dignity. That's in 1 Timothy chapter 2, verse 2. Well, this psalm that we'll be reading about here in just a moment reminds us to include judges of every kind in our prayers because we directly benefit from their integrity. Now, this psalm calls the rulers and judges of Israel gods and the children of the Most High. They were called God's little g because they represented God in executing judgment. If God would call mere people God's, again little g, why was it blasphemous for him, the true Son of God, 
to declare himself equal with God. Psalm 82, verses 1 through 8. A Psalm of Asaph. God presides over heaven's court. He pronounces judgment on the heavenly beings. How long will you hand down unjust decisions by favoring the wicked? Interlude. Give justice to the poor and the orphan. Uphold the rights of the oppressed and the destitute. Rescue the poor and helpless. Deliver them from the grasp of evil people. But these oppressors know nothing. They are so ignorant. They wander about in darkness, while the whole world is shaken to the core. I say, you are gods. You are all children of the Most High. But you will die like mere mortals and fall like every other ruler. Rise up, O God, and judge the earth, for all the nations belong to you. Proverbs chapter 13, verses 2 and 3. Wise words will win you a good meal, but treacherous people have an appetite for violence. Those who control their tongue will have a long life. Opening your mouth can ruin everything. This one goes out from Will to Dave.
Hi y'all, this is uh, Chris Porter, phasing up from uh, phase one to phase two. Just want to tell everybody hi and hello, and uh, yeah, I just want to let you know, uh, yeah, the refuge has been a real life changer for me. Um, it's really taught me how to uh, bring in Jesus Christ to my life. You know, I went to uh, many years of Catholic school, but this has really been a game changer for me. That's done a lot more. Um, it's got me into my word, got me to bring Jesus Christ into my life a lot more, and it's uh, show me the right path. And I just want to tell all you brothers uh, just to uh, stay in your word and uh, follow the path to Jesus, and uh, your life will change for the better. And I want to thank you very much. Have a good one. One, two, three, four. Who breaks the power of sin and darkness? Whose love is mighty? so much stronger the king of glory the king above all kings who shakes the whole earth with holy thunder who leaves us breathless in awe and wonder the king of glory the king above all kings this is a
I sing for all that you've done for me.